Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 4, Episode 13, Alien Power Plants. Did you almost forget, or was that for timing? No, just for fun. Yeah. You don't ever fucking question me, Joseph. Not after this weekend. You're one of those woo girls, huh? One of those woo boys. Woo woo, baby. <laughs> woo daddy woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you put the whistle in it, makes it go woo woo. Right. That was that ancient leprechaun uh, video, right? No. The documentary? No, that was uh, oh, no, that another <laughs> gentleman. Who that was, was the newscast. Yeah, well, yeah. it was the man who modified, um, through ancient technology, his right. automobile. Right, right, right. And the way the sound perpetuated through the exhaust <laughs> could only have been brought to you by aliens. They go, woo, woo, because yeah. their cars would just go, ooh. Yeah, they literally just oh. welded a square piece of, or like rectangle piece of metal with a big hole in it into their fucking exhaust pipe. So when you hit the gas, it was like, yeah, you got that whistle, go, woo, woo, yeah. you shouldn't be, you know, if they're going to be complaining Saturday morning, you need to be up <laughs> eating, making breakfast. Oh, that's right. Can't be sleeping. Uh, yeah. His, the like, sad life of, like, poor narcissistic assholes and what we're interested in. <laughs> like, can you imagine being just so stoked, like, oh, my car makes a whistle sound. Hey, it's all that flavor, baby. <laughs> That being said, you do have interesting horns on your various cars, right? I have, and I am very shortly going to be... Well, so I bought Hella Supertones from a Subaru, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to be buying the... God, what is it called? Basically, train horns for my van. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> train need a, Yeah. That need a whole air compressor just to work. <laughs> <laughs> and you honk, and they go... Yeah, baby! Oh, so... The guy from uh, Alien Con with the suit. Yeah, baby. <laughs> no, the th- double well, thumbs up. Well, that guy, he's like, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, but like I was saying on Howard, there's the tranny going, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. God, I was doing too much yes, bitch. Uh-huh. And yeah, baby. Now I've got them all blended. Uh, uh, sometimes in my gut, I have them all blended, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where it's all going to be gone. Food, juice, oxygen. Yeah. Yum, yum, eat them up. Yeah, that's my life philosophy. <laughs> Food, juice, oxygen. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that it. gym can laundry, huh? <laughs> you literally were just looking off and like, huh? <laughs> well, I was going to adjust the thing and go, gym tan laundry, food, uh-huh. juice, semen. Well, that'd be FJS. Mall food. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Steve? It's good. How are you? I'm good. So, it was a long week last week. You back from Italian time? I am. Well, we've recorded since then. No, I'm, I'm just yeah. giving you shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually went For back two to weeks. Italian times. Yes. <laughs> you know, when, when uh, Dr. Roman was around mm-hmm. and, uh, um, and Stroganoff. Right. Um, Enzo from Assassin's Creed was around mm-hmm. uh, eating spaghetti. Yeah, Mr. Alfredo mm-hmm. of the Fettuccine clan. Right. It's Yeah, it was when that Ghostbusters picture was painted mm-hmm. for the movie. Yeah. So. Vigo. Yeah, during the Renaissance. Yeah. Um, and wherever Vigo, you go. See, si. that was that was, <laughs> that was his uh, 
philosophy. I mean, it's it's weird because all they all that Vigo wanted to do in that movie was bring this like paradise on Earth, mm-hmm. and just saying wherever Vigo I go, he just wanted yeah. to be kind of a Christ-like figure and just yeah. walk with people, teach them the way, you know, go with the flow, baby, right? The ways of Carpathia, mm-hmm. wherever the fuck that was. Yeah, I, th- I mean that's like kind of an old Eastern Bloc kind of place. It doesn't is Probably. that even around anymore? Carpathia, yeah, because there's Carpathian Forest is a black metal band, so mm. I think it's yeah some sort of Euro. It's got to be area. a region more than like right. a specific Probably. country or something, but yeah. Um, yeah, what I mean, no, I mean it's it's paranormal, but I flip flop on this quite a bit because I'll see Ghostbusters two, okay, once every few years, yeah, and then ev- and each of those times, like yeah. I'll be like, oh, this totally sucks, and then the next time I see it, I'm like, yeah, this is a fun movie, but I also, I mean, I don't know, it's it's like the most like it's, I like it, but like my mind wants to convince me that I hate it, but I don't. It's like a it's like a guilty pleasure, too? yeah, it's like a guilty pleasure movie that I shouldn't never be a go guilty to pleasure. it. For a watch, like it's right. on Netflix, and I never select right. it. Uh, but if it's on cable, I'll watch it. Right. As a kid growing up, watched it. Yeah, you know. it it's is like c- the first one, so much better. Right. It's well, it's just crazy how much the second one is basically a kids movie. Like they turned it into a mostly for kids movie. They took out all any any even mild raunchy parts, and it's really just like a caper at that point. You know. Well, they probably. Well, I mean, they incorporate the Nintendo joystick. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think by then the the cartoons were in full effect, toys, all that stuff. They right. realized they got to lean into the kids a little more. Right. And it was just kind of it's kind of lame, where it's like, oh, it has to be positive energy that uh, defeats the yeah. bad guy. Yeah. You know, the little baby boy. And it was disgusting because it always looked like the the Metropolitan Museum of Art, where mm-hmm. the, the the big cakey gel crust was on top. It always it always looked like a scab being ripped off when it started to crack and flake apart. You know, that's where my fetish comes in. Yeah. What's the fetish? Uh, in create encasing my weenus in uh, molten scab, mm. and then just watching it break away as isn't, isn't a molten scab just blood? <laughs> Figured it out, Joe. You son of a bitch! <laughs> you knew, you knew this whole time, and you wouldn't indulge me. My bloody fetish. Yeah, it is kind of my a bloody felchers. <laughs> You bloody felches. <laughs> Get out of my, my church. <laughs> got no time. Oh, damn felches and their cult of strolls and <laughs> juice. Yeah, they're iron drinkers is what I call them. <laughs> they're penny lickers. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Um, I was uh, going to share a quick. We don't have a name for, like, n- news in the ancient aliens world yet. We should come up with that or something. Because every week there's something from the cast. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Rami Romani, our our resident Egyptologist from the newer episodes yes. of the show, yes. um, Doctor Khufu himself, he will come and see you with his whole nine inches. <laughs> uh, he oh, because the figure was nine <laughs> inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they said that over yeah, and over. Kept it's only nine inches tall. It's yeah, ni- uh, it's nine inches tall. Yeah, it's nine inches tall. It's big as a star. Uh, <laughs> some kind of length of nine <laughs> inches. <laughs> Uh, but Rami Romani teased on his Instagram that he's having his own travel channel show. Ooh. Travel channel home. Travel Chanel. Yeah. I'm travel Chanel, man. Come on. <laughs> That's just a trucker. <laughs> Come on. Go on now. <laughs> gonna get in my fucking thing and we're gonna drive across the country now. Did you just make a joke, Bobby Boucher? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Classic Bob Boob. The, se- the sequel, Waterboy 2, Pinocchio. <laughs> yes, I did. I guess that's more Mickey. Sure. He can't uh, tell no lies. 
probably the hardest <laughs> I've ever had <laughs> to, to keep water from spitting out water, but actually succeeded without yeah. any of it going up my nose. Right, right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> floating vacuum on its. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell no lies. You know that's just <laughs> yeah. normal Adam Sandler. Right, right. <laughs> oh, oh, Not chata a baby Ooh, chata do chata. Oh, make cold clap. Chata chata do chata. Yeah, that's uh the language spoken of star tours at Disneyland. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Cajun people <laughs> with <laughs> mental uh, yeah. deficiencies, with retardation. Chata do chata, daddy, daddy. Rip the water a little. Uh. <laughs> Speaking in two tongues. Anyway, yeah, Rami, congrats to him because he apparently is going to get his own, or he has his own Travel Channel show. Um, Travel Channel has a new logo. Uh, we just watched the uh, first episode of um, the, well, it's like part of season 16, I want to say, of uh, Ghost Adventures. Like Congratulations, the second, second half of the season. <laughs> It's crazy that you produced yeah. that whole drop before we started. Yeah, so. it was weird. Yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, same channel as Ghost Adventures. Yes. Uh, and we watched the episode last night. Ooh. And uh, it was cool. It's good to have Zach Bagans yeah. back in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yes, the Bagans. My wife got real spooked out. Uh-oh. Um, Why did they throw stuff across the room again? N- no, it's just because it, I think you it's been threw a- stuff across the yes. room. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking ghost. <laughs> Fucking ghost doesn't know how to listen. <laughs> Throw the spoon at the yeah. fucking window. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was good. She, it, she, it's because we haven't seen it for a while, and so there hasn't been a lot of spooky watching. Mm, and it is um, October. Oh, it's spooky season. Yeah. Um, but uh, we have a little uh, black cat from Target out in front that lights up. Called a Sissel cat. I don't know why it's called a Sissel cat. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then little green bats around our door frame. Oh, spooky. Because my wife. She likes Halloween, but only cute Halloween. Not enough. No yeah. spooky stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Warner Brothers Studios Halloween Horror Nights as well. Warner Brothers Studios? Oh, yeah. That's a new one. They oh. started last year, so this is their second year. Oh. You get a tour of the It House, actual house. Oh, yeah, I heard you talking about that. Some yeah, other yeah. shit. So it's in, it's in L.A. at the studio lot? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's the one that's like in Burbank, right? Yeah, it's like in the valley. So when you're at yeah, yeah. Universal Studios on the big hill, you can see the water right, tower right. down there. So I've never actually... I've been to Paramount mm-hmm. and then Sony yeah. Universal. So yeah, I always remember Warner Bros. being in the valley over there. Somewhere, yeah. Uh, and that water tower, as everyone yeah. knows, where the Animaniacs live. Just going to say, yeah. Uh, I think they are going to try and take over the world again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just as they do every night. Right. I will see the brain. Right. Well, I'm going to be hanging brain. Ah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hanging brain, you got a new surfboard in your collection here. I do. I think it's the first mention that you surf. Yeah. Uh, classic SoCal boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that bubble wrap that's bub- yeah. <laughs> bugging you right now. You yep. can push that out of the way if you'd like. But there's a bunch uh, of s- like stacks of boxes. No, there. there's a there's a, a motorcycle engine below it. Oh, it, oh, that thing that was greased 140 up the floor. cc's, <laughs> baby. <than> me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be going in my Honda CP70 1974. <laughs> uh, I just haven't cleaned it up yet. I need to rip mm-hmm. that sucker apart, repaint it. Are you gonna install it yourself? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's what I did on my Honda. Uh, Mini Trail 5074 as well. Is it pretty, like, uh, modular? Like, you just pop off the old one and hook the new uh, one up? Yeah. It, so, I have right now just the, a roller is what they call it. So, the bike with no engine. Mm. So, that engine was originally... Because you'd have to just roll it down the street? Yeah. It just rolls. <coughs> <coughs> and if we don't get no rollers, we don't get no tollers. True. 
Uh, so it's the 70 was a 70 horsepower engine from actually the 70s, the full 70s. Mm. But then I bought a beefier. Now that's 1400 horse years. Yes. 70s years times, times 70, 70 horsepower. Yeah. 77 tons. And that's ex- and, and what's crazy is that's exactly how fast you have to travel to get to Orion. Yeah. And see his big, thick belt. Right. But down there's a Piranha 140, so a Chinese-made 140cc. Oh, the motorcycle. I thought you were looking down your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> down there. Got yeah, a right Piranha down there. Yeah. Okay, it's going to your clit off, bitch. Eat you up. <laughs> going to make you fucking... <laughs> I'm going to spray uh, molten scabs all over you. <laughs> <laughs> you mean hot yeah, blood? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also dying today. We've mentioned the show a few times, but Doughboys uh, is a favorite podcast of ours where they, um, two improv comedian guys, uh, review chain restaurants every week. And the one of the guys on the show, Nick Weiger, always Im- like imitates Freddy Krueger and his stupid lines in oh, movies. Yeah. And you, I think you heard this, but he's, he's all... Knife to meet you, bitch. <laughs> and I almost crashed my car. <laughs> yeah, because everything with him as doing a Freddy is bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, which I've seen Freddy movies. I remember kind of like yeah. speaking a little like He that, does it like twice. Like, yeah. like, and <laughs> one of them is like in Freddy versus Jason, which right, is like a, a, a mid-2000 yeah. shitty super whatever, far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fun fact, the first time I ever lost my appetite from looking at something mm. um and i was a fat boy so i still am <laughs> but uh <laughs> uh was in uh like fourth grade maybe i saw i just started liking asian food for the first time and women yes and there was a um chinese buffet that my parent and i was super stoked because i was like mm. oh i like chinese food now and da 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 and uh this but then thing. yeah but then uh, I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, okay. was on. Okay. And there was a scene. At the buffet? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fucking <laughs> rated our horror movies on. <laughs> I've seen uh, some weird shit at well, this buffet. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mr. Man's skin funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look like a cooked orange chip. Mm. Uh, Peel to the back. <laughs> uh, but the... <laughs> I like the part where he sees a knife to meet you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he pet the fire. <laughs> uh, and he's just back there, like, yeah. petting a manila file yeah, folder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, see. See. <laughs> um, I'm say, what's the Mexican buffet? <laughs> no, uh, Asian. I know. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, there was a scene where one of the girls, who's, like, the, a cool other jacket-wearing girl, she hates being babied by her rich parents. So she has a dream that she's in a high chair, and Freddy is a waiter. And oh, yeah, and Chef Freddy. That's a toy. And, co- and comes to me, uh, and he force feeds her. Like, he brings one of the big silver dome trays out, and he force feeds her all of these, like, noodles until her face looks like a cabbage patch. Like, it's disgusting. Like, her cheeks and everything are all, and she chokes on all this food to death and yeah. dies in her sleep. And I watched that, and then literally the second that theme, I was like, all right, we're going to dinner. And I literally was like... I didn't. I, it was so new to me as a fat kid yeah. of like, why Being don't I? Disgusting. This is so. Yeah, yeah, it was so weird and very sad. And I still yeah. cut myself to this yeah. day when I because of it. get very hungry. This is my way of suppressing my appetite. Right. Yeah, my eating disorder. Yeah, <laughs> is just putting on Freddy or Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street Five: The Dream Child. <gasps> <laughs> Which one had a uh, John Depp in it? That was, was like the first one. one. Oh, first yeah, one. he. I think he's the guy that dies in. He gets sucked in the bed, and all the blood shoots out of the bed because mm. I don't think he survives. He's yeah. like the love interest of the main girl, right? And he, uh, he like, 
He's, I think, the... Oh, I'm probably fucking... All these horror nerds are going to be pissed off. I think he's, like, the second to last to die or something like that. Oh, I fucking don't care yeah. and don't know. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I don't know why we were talking about any of this. Um... Because we are hungry. Oh, we were talking about noodles. We and stuff are like that. hungry. I am not hungry yeah. after all that <laughs> rice beef. We're hungry. Um, but yeah, this uh, I'm excited to watch that show. Whatever Ronnie Romani's on, mm-hmm. uh, and because Travel Channel, like, despite having a lot of cheese factor in a lot of its shows, is kind of like the History Channel, where they do pick like, kind of do not that Rami is douchey, but kind of like cartoonish people. You know what I mean? Like kind of quirky people yeah. that you just like are compelled to watch. You know. Um, kind of, it's like the Guy Fieri factor, right? Like the same exact thing. In fact, I didn't realize that, like, like that's really, that's really like all the guys on Ancient Aliens are kind of like a Guy Fieri, not matching his energy and yeah. stuff, but just like uh, I should hate this guy, but I kind of like this guy, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, you know? Yeah, he's annoying. <laughs> he probably hates me, right. but I like him. But I want to see what he has to say. Yeah, and not hear Howard Stern, and hear what he shows me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love to see his colors, <laughs> right? Experience his voice. Yeah. Imagine a warm embrace mm. from a beautiful childless what's kissing it, on my face. What's it called? The, what's the voice thing called where people get like uh, PTSD? <laughs> right. No, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> something three letters. EM, EMSR or something no, like that. No, no, it's fuck. It it does have an R in it. What yeah. is it? Something MR. PMR. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. The audible porn. Yes. But then everyone's like. It's not sexual. It just right. brings feelings of calm and ecstasy. I'm like, okay. well, there's all sorts. And then yeah. you jerk off. Um, JSMR. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jerking some milky rods. Huh? Yeah, I was going to say jerk suck reach. <laughs> <laughs> but you missed the M. No, JSMR. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> jerk suck me reach. Right, there you go. Um, jerk suck mom reach. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Um, <laughs> Jerk suck, mister. That's just you on the corner yeah. soliciting sex. Jerk did, suck, mister. Did, did, did I tell you about I was getting off the freeway and there was a hobo begging and he had like his dumb cardboard sign. Right over here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, 22 in Beach. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, uh, you know, had something and said, God bless. And then he was wearing a shirt that said $5 foot long with an arrow pointing down. <laughs> You also I found a, to get a, picture a very similar Halloween costume, right? Yeah. A skeleton. Yeah, there's a skeleton with a full-on boner. Right. And it was called Skeleboner. Skeleboner. <laughs> and then it actually became erect. Right. Then there was Bone Daddy. Then there was yep. a costume just called Mexican. Mexican Man. Man. Yeah. And it was like full <laughs> poncho and giant sombrero hat and big mustache. Like, how the fuck are they allowing yeah. these costumes? Which I think that that company thinks that that is less offensive. Then like you know what I mean? Any, it, the, Instead the of like Bandito, which is like a criminal or something, you know. I don't well, know because okay. the, there's there's been Asian ones in the past that right. like get fully blocked. Right. But for right. some reason, the Mexican one always like is not offensive. I, I mean, I think honestly too, it's because like Italian guys, like the like Mexican people tend to not care about that kind of mm. shit. You know, like they're not the ones that are offended. It's white people being offended for them about that. You know. But I think the Asian uh, racism has been like a lot more extreme in this yeah, country. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Oh, know, for Mexican sure. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's what over I the course of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Railroads, dynamite. yeah, all the yeah, the, the K's, rice, yeah, mm-hmm. C, yes, <laughs> math, yeah, noodles, C, 
Um, you see, like, it's a beautiful array of things that have contributed to the war. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, they made dynamite. Great. Let's get into this goddamn uh, <laughs> Yeah, this episode is all about the... The overarching concept that's been like, I mean, not it's been more than alluded to, but they haven't spent a ton of time on this particular subject. It comes up frequently enough, but not constantly. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but it's it's alien power plants. So as yeah. Steve joked, we're watching the show. It's about like kale and yeah, spinach, other cleansing, uh, uh, juicing plants mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, they they start. This is the concept that ancient stone. Uh, megaliths or mo- and or monoliths yeah. somehow transferred and Mon- emit power yeah. to for various uses. Yeah. And so have you seen that one chick? She's got a big set of mommy lists on her <laughs> <laughs> that transmit a lot of power. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of milk. Like mommy lists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mommy lists. <laughs> Slobolisks. Oh, so mommy lists. I think I said slobolisk on a previous episode. That so could very well could be. For myself. Um, oh, also, quick side note, because it is spooky season here, it's October now. Uh, I know you said this a long time ago, but I think the listeners, are legions of fans, will be interested to know that <coughs> despite you doing this podcast, the only thing you've really told that you're really afraid of are aliens, like an alien abduction. Uh, yeah, that would scare me as a child yeah. and such. And now Over, like, like horror, like... Like knife to me, like the bitch. scarier, yeah, that, yeah, that's like okay, pedophile didn't scare yeah. me. <laughs> you know, I was just scared he was going to pedophile me, and yeah. I would just had to run away from that. Oh God, he's going to pedophile me. Um, he's just stroking my peachy yeah. folder over mm. and over. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> I love your new school stuff. All right, whatever. Couldn't say homework. Yeah, uh, <laughs> homework. <laughs> oh God, I've been having some. Raunchy farts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, that Chicago pilot coming out. I know. Big thicker. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh that's boy. some bad beef. <laughs> try to I'm going to close the window. No. <laughs> Don't. Trapped it in. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but I just, because I would always see those as the most potentially real things to me uh-huh. happening. Right, right. Uh, you know, aliens could definitely show up at any time. Right. And fuck us all up. So your natural skepticism kind of like pre like um ruled out like ghosts and vampires and werewolves yeah. and shit and you said oh those aren't real but aliens could actually be real yeah, yeah. and so that actually yeah. scares me right that's interesting um yeah i was never i think i had a very back then i had a very childress view of aliens where i was like oh they they want to help us and yeah they're my best friend i mean that would be awesome if they did but yeah. you know um yeah that's interesting i mean and, and obviously like people have night terrors and things like that and that's what causes most steve is grinding his oh, toes nah. into ah. his hands into his toes that was a fake grind because yeah. i saw joey's <laughs> eyes glance down yeah. at my feet Just he's got a big footish yeah. footish that <laughs> 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 <It> works <Yeah. laughs> i'm a footishist yeah um but uh you've heard of that wikifeet.com right no where it's like celebrities or porn stars it's their feet it's a wikipedia but oh, for their but feet ugh. yeah gross insane Never been a foot guy. No. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was never, like, terrified of it. And t- I mean, sort of, I guess, the possibility of, like, when that movie Fire in the Sky came right. out, introduced that See, fear like, into that me. See, like, that kind of was freaky, and yeah. then just a- the Aliens movies in general. I guess that's true, yeah. Because, um, <coughs> I mean, it, it is, like, going out into, like, 
I was more scared of dark, deep water. And mm. so, like, like, like being out on, like, the, the Huntington Beach Pier, yeah. it still kind of skis me out because you're way out there. And, it's, right. and, like, it's just a whole other world under there with giant fucking animals and poisonous things. And, and there's no ground, poisonous you know. World. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I think the fear came from when I had a little, I had a little piece of leftover carpet from a job I was doing with my dad. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it was like from under a car, had some oil on it, stuff. A car pet. And I, and I thought, yeah, there we go. Um, A car pedophile. (laughs) Uh, And I jumped off the Huntington Beach Pier, hoping to surf on that carpet, like Mm -hmm. in the famous story, carpet surfer and a hundred blowjobs. And I fell in, wrapped up in the carpet, kind of like. the scene in uh, Unbreakable with Bruce Willis, where he falls in the pool. One thing he, that can kill him. And he like can't. Like yeah. Wolverine. Right. Yeah, we all know that Wolverine being submerged in water will kill him. Yeah. Yeah. He can drown. Right. Um. He's supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, extra cream. <laughs> <laughs> Have you explained what that was on this show? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Well, act like you made that, <laughs> but then it loses. If you know it, you know it. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's not much to this episode, as per a lot, as per usual, a lot of it, like any proof. You they know? don't even really ta- talk about aliens much at all. No, it's more just weird theories of power, but not like right. alien. Inter- I wonder if they're getting a lot of shit for like people lashing back that they were, you know, being racist and saying, you know, humans couldn't do it. Right. Without alien help. So maybe this season they're like getting a lot of that pressure. So they kind of actually drew back from the alien part yeah, and yeah. just kind of said, humans had this weird technology that right. we can't figure out instead of like, oh, aliens were definitely here helping right, right. out in this way. Because there's a yeah, lot I guess of like. That's true. Like it has been a fairly Earth based yeah. season, I guess. Yeah, terrestrial. You know? Yeah. Kind of similar to uh, the Matt Smith Doctor Who seasons where it was very grounded mostly. On Earth and really surrounding the Doctor Who mythos, not really right. going on adventures and random doing things, yeah, planets and stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's I it's cu- I'm curious because now that we've like not met them, but now that we've seen the production staff, which has been on the show mm-hmm. most of the run, they I mean they seem into it, but they they are also a bunch of Hollywood suits, right? And you would think that, like you said, like might have oh the feedback we're getting on right. twitter right now or this or that is like whatever yeah, maybe we the, should just focus on and whatever, this yeah. for this season or i don't know you know yeah but. draw back a little bit on the aliens but still keep right. the skepticism and spookiness right. of the awkward past right <laughs> don't say uh primitive people very yeah. much yeah. <laughs> yeah martel shut the fuck right. up yeah um yeah i'm i'm, I'm and i'm i still wonder i w- it's the it's the boringest like conspiracy theory but i just wonder why and it literally could just be scheduling conflicts. Why? Oh yeah. Uh, Five Heads at Freddy's yeah. uh, is not on this season at all, yeah, or not on any season. Have since you looked the second, into I think? it at all? I haven't. No. <laughs> uh, there's no way I could ever. Because know. there's that weird group he's a part of. Yeah, that the guy he, in that work. Yeah. But Which then yeah he had a big falling out. With maybe there was an exclusivity deal at the time or something or, too. Yeah, something. and he was having a falling out with History Channel. Right. I mean, I, I mean, you looked some some information up about that network, but. I wonder if, as Ancient Aliens got popular for a couple years, maybe, like, I don't know if that network was started afterwards in the wake of the popularity, oh, or sure. they were doing something similar already, which then got it popular. And so <laughs> He's yeah. masturbating in his chair. Um, oh, God. What are you doing? Are you just, like, just disgusting adjusting. yourself farting? 
Oh, you don't see the faces. <laughs> <laughs> you see traces of white lipses. Oh, yeah. And her new lips. Feel better. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there's some... suggesting crotch. Yeah. Um, but I really do miss his voice because he's like... He's like this weird controlled rage in the show. Yeah. And yeah, always like keeping Chandra's it cool. gets wound up, but... Right. You know. But he's always consistent. Yeah. You know? I literally forgot his real name. <laughs> no. Is it uh, Nick? God, I'm the worst person with I know, so. yeah. I can't believe uh, I fucking forgot his name. Five Heads at Freddy. Yeah, because I just think of him as that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is um, his name? I want to say it's Nick something. Nick Martell. <laughs> uh, Nick Aluka Childrehos. Yes. Yeah, that's it. The guy with the hair. Right. But blonde. I think it is Nick something, but I can't fucking remember. Uh, Papa um, Giorgio. I don't know. No, no, I'm blind. Everyone's freaking out right now. Uh, our hundreds of thousands of people yeah. are just going insane. Yeah, who kept calling you out? Crashing their cars. That was uh, uh, Mulkey. Mulkey. Tim Mulkey. Because uh, I kept getting Richard Henry's name wrong and the medallion name. Right. Calling William Henry. Um, no, his name is William Henry, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, but it's not. Um, let's just let's just stick with amulet asshole from yeah. now on. Medallion Man, Amulet, right. his real name, Amulet Asshole, but right. we'll call him the Medallion Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the whole beginning of this episode is literally just like going into yep, man. Uh, how big certain man-made rock structures are in the world. So they go over uh, the, the, the Trillitum Stone and, and Baalbek, and they go over uh, the Ramesseum statue and like all this other shit, and... Uh, just literally re like they want to they want to keep that cognitive dissonance going of there is just no way humans could have done this so mm -hmm. um, because that because this is it's a roundabout way of, of saying it but like and and like whatever the episode before was the megaliths or whatever um, was all about that it's one of the main tenant the one main pillars <laughs> pun intended of ancient astronaut theory which is that there are so many stone structures of such great weight and height that they could and precision they could not have been made with primitive people's technology. Yeah, these um, ancient gross people. They refer to Egyptians as an early agrarian society in this episode, and it's like, I guess technically they're sort of right, but they're not usually referred to. They're actually referred to as a very advanced civilization all the time. But for the purpose of this episode, it's, I guess it makes it easier to go, oh, they were just some old farmers back yeah. there and stuff, which, I mean, even if that was the editor and they didn't mean that, that still sucks, you know. I'll give you two guesses for his first name, and it is not Nick. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're not gonna give me a hint or anything. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, I I got a hint. I'll give you two. As something something five, like my little rhythm. Five headed Freddy's. Uh, Here we go. Penis. <laughs> Penis. Center. <laughs> no, that was nipple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it starts with a P. Penis. A penis. <laughs> yeah. A cock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, penis. Wow. Uh, Schwantz, cock, rod, lollipop. Um, penis. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Just, just give me the next one. Freedom of choice. Freedom of choice? 
Is that a is that like a, a Bill of Rights thing? Oh yeah, everyone has freedom of choice. I don't know. I give up. Jesus. <laughs> you had it. You had one of them. Cock. Cock. Okay. Is that getting warmer? <laughs> Listen to the tone of the key, Come man. On. Don't you get it? <laughs> uh. Oh, David Wilcock. <laughs> Got it. God, why, I, I don't know why I fucking forgot yeah. that. Is that free will? Yeah. <laughs> Freedom of choices. Yeah. Free will. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. David Wilcock. God. I must have been very bored for the listener. Um, but, yeah, so, of course, you know, they're listing off this montage of ancient megalithic sites. Uh, Sukalos, of course, agrees, and we get our first Sukalo here. And it says, if the mainstream archaeology explanation is given that all this stuff is accomplished with obsidian or chicken bones, I'm sorry. It doesn't hold up. And he has a little smirk on his face. Yeah, that was an insane scene. The chicken yeah. bone piece, like anytime right. you just start referencing like bones and ant- I don't right. know. Right. Th- like hyper, hyper primitive tools. Right. It's like, come on. Yeah, dude. that's that's like, you know, making arrowheads out of bird bones and things like yeah. that from like, 80,000 years ago. Right, right, right. Not when they're showing Egyptian craftsmen mm-hmm. where on the screen they're showing metal chisels being used. Of right, some right, kind. right. <laughs> it's just, it's quite a leap. It's like, it's like, oh, oh what is he? A neurosurgeon or a, <laughs> or a crazy hobo on the street? Yeah. Like it's two oh, completely extreme they things. They use barf and chicken <laughs> bones to scrape away that stone? I don't think so. You're going to have to get another one past me, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <Yeah. laughs> Aliens did it, you fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> and now Suk's got very... really hold back yeah. on other words. <laughs> uh, yeah, Suk's got very, uh, like, Boston or something. Yeah. There. You fucking piece Epic, of garbage. You piece of shit. Um, Era. But yeah, that was... It's just... that That's like the essence of this early Sukalos. He's much more mellowed out in like the second half and of the series you know hair's like dry wispy in this right. like it's definitely spiked but not that thick gloss right, right. like it just you know it looks kind of like he like bedheaded showered and yeah did his hair before and then slept on it and just came in yeah um, very dry he's got that weird skin this episode where it's like he's blotchy sunburn peeling from a sunburn but no peelings going on like it's this weird yeah. just yeah yeah i guess that's blotchy just like random discoloration yeah. in the skin but it looks like there's like a red rim about a half inch in from all of his like hair and like so it looks like he could just Probably pop got a, a mask, mask on yeah. or something. But I am pop a mask. Right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Robert Baval, who is our pre Rami Romani, like our long running Egyptologist, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's more reasonable usually, and so he comes on. He's semi agreeing though with Sukalos. He's like, all of these things are so heavy and whatever. You can imagine how you could do it. So he says. Uh, is is it a technology we don't understand or to be very speculative? And at least he says, like, I'm being speculative here right. from an outside influence, you know, like like aliens or something. Yeah. He never even says aliens, but um, he does talk about alien butts. Yeah, so. and he says, what, what? Right, in the alien butt. Yeah. Um, oh, it's my Zig Zorb stick. You would like to do what in my alien butt? <laughs> Come right. all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we then travel to just around the river bend. Beautiful Riverside, California. There it is. To a shitty rock quarry. <laughs> For all you fans out there, Riverside is a big shithole yeah. town. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of garbage, a lot of garbage people. Yep. 
They the got 909 like nine is what we call it. Yeah, they got one. Yeah, we call it the Inland Empire here in the Southern California area. Um, which and I don't know why Imperial it's called an empire, but yeah, because there's a bunch of garbage out there and yeah. factories and warehouses and mm. shit. And that's what classically empires are defined as: <laughs> <laughs> well, garbage, empire network. factories. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a very deserty kind of inland. You know, it's it's probably I don't know what you say, forty five minutes to an hour from the beach, if not more. Uh, if there's no traffic yet, yeah. I think it's like forty fifty miles. Yeah. So it's like the the central kind of central ish valley of of Southern California. Uh, yeah, it's a weird statement, but yes. But yeah, you're going <laughs> you're going towards the center of the state. Um, and, uh, it's very hot. Uh, it's kind of gross. They like meth. Yes. There's a lot. Yeah. Cause it was, isn't it like, wasn't it the meth capital of For the a while, country yeah. or something like that? It's where also those, uh, stupid fucks, the metal militia came from. There's right. a lot of moto out there. Yes, exactly. Also, fun fact, Riverside is initially where Breaking Bad was supposed to be shot, mm. but California had way too many taxes yeah, and hoops to jump through. So they went to, where was it? Arizona. New Mexico. Or New Mexico. Yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and so California missed out. Um, that would have been fascinating, though. It's not like it's not like Riverside isn't on the map in California because it's not a small town. It's a very big right. area, but uh, butting up against San Bernardino and right, like right. some other places. But uh, it would have been interesting to see how, yeah, exactly how that might have changed the economy there and stuff, too. So Probably not much. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, just more expensive meth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're 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 taking this big fucking rock out of a quarry, hundreds of tons, uh, and it's for an exhibit at the LACMA, which is the L.A. Los Angeles County. Come on, uh, Museum of Art, right? Yeah, Something and then like there's that. MoMA's Modern right, right. Art, I think, right? Um, so somebody wanted to use this giant rock out of this quarry, and it they go into like it took a million and a half pound crane right. and a hundred men driving multiple trucks. And they could only go five miles an hour and all this. So it's doing the the classic, like, oh, with our technology that really right. didn't evolve to pick up rocks, right. but we can use it to pick up heavy things like yeah. rocks. It was all this fucking work. Therefore, it is impossible for primitive peoples to have carried things bigger than this. Because all then it shows this diagram where, oh, and this thing, it's way fucking smaller than all the rocks we're right. talking about in this episode. Um, and it's weird because then they have they have to sell you on, like the power plants how they were built before they yeah. even get to the power plant part, um, and then they're kind of saying like the, throughout the episode they're kind of saying, only with these power plants built, it then has to come full circle because you know by the end of it there's a whole every obelisk and pyramid in the world is a is an antenna is a crystal antenna right, for right. power Just charging and yeah like pre Tesla Tesla shit. Um, and therefore must have powered the machines to build more megaliths, you know? Yeah. So, um, and then keep in mind later episodes, a lot of these same fucking art, like mo- megaliths are landing zones for right. ships as yeah. well. So beacons um, and identifiers and stuff. Right. Um, I love some eggs and beacon in the morning. Yeah. Um, cause it is like a, it is like a beacon that your nose smells out and you just want to go out to the kitchen and have a, a yeah. wonderful breakfast yeah. with your good lady wife. Yeah. Like a bee camp. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you don't go. Right. Um, well, I mean, that's where the honey's all gone. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, but yeah, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, I, but I was curious, though. Like, I was telling Steve, like, I've seen these episodes before, long time ago, but uh, 
seeing it again, I remember things, but I'm also obviously we're being critical of the show and seeing it in a new light. But like, I, I wondered like, you know, and they try to answer this question throughout very badly, but it's like, why, why do we not have evidence, imagery, etc., other than like the papyrus found in mm-hmm. 2016 or whenever of the from the foreman of of the pyramids at Giza or the Great Pyramid at least. Like, why isn't there more? If if that exists, there had to be more. But w- could there be reasons why they would have hidden their building practices? Right. There's not really a lot of logical reasons I can imagine why they would hide it. Um, again, trying to be in line with the ancient astronaut theory is like, oh, people, they drew everything they saw, you know, everything they experienced. And so why wouldn't they also draw exactly how the pyramids were built? If it was literally showing, if it was the gods coming down, even with misinterpreted extraterrestrial technology, why wouldn't they have a fucking wall in the pyramid showing fucking Osiris with the big dragon yeah. moving the pyramid over and laying it? I don't know. Like, like just more shit like that that would at a least big be... big wand. Right. Yeah. Would at least be semi-evidential. Well, again, it's like if they know? drew what they exactly saw, like they theorized, right. like, then why don't we see this big power and electricity moving from piece right. to piece? And, right. you know. Why don't they draw... The power saws and laser cutting right. devices that they talk about, and yeah. the molten, you know, things that can make molten rock and vitrify rock into place yeah. and everything. So um, it, they're very, they, they're seemingly very selective about what they draw, even right. though they would draw. I mean, b- the building of a pyramid, but with the help of the gods' technology, right? There'd at least be a fucking picture with like something, with something, and then how it worked too. Yeah. You know, so because I mean, you think about just how much the Egyptians drew about. How to bury somebody, like how right. to ma- how to mummify someone that shows them cutting out their organs and putting right. them in pots, and the pots are labeled this way. And there's so much detail being put into this, mm-hmm. like it's just it's crazy to think they wouldn't do this, right? Know, right. So, um, because then ultimately, like if if assuming they built it the normal way, like as 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 normal and as proven as as modern theories, you know, about the pyramids are kind of proven with mm-hmm. that papyrus, but the, a lot of these megaliths are still you don't know how, yeah, uh, necessarily, but. Uh, I, maybe it's like boring to them. Like, I guess, what do you always, you know, put pictures up in a building of how it was built? I mean, I've seen right. some buildings like that where Schematics they have like or blueprints, right? Or but those are usually tourist based things. Like the yeah. Empire State Building has old pictures of it, you know, when it was just girders and stuff. Right. Um, people were in their girdles. Yeah, and they were girthier. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Usually girthier and a little shorter, a little yeah. stockier for yeah. people. That's fine. More Italian. Um. But uh. But anyway, uh, we go to Oyante Tambo in Peru. Um, and they're obsessed with this place. This is the place where they talk about, you know, oh, you can't put a hair in between the two rocks and right. da, da, da. Everything's perfect. Which I think, like, even just, like, like river rocks with mortar in between, you can't put fucking hairs in between the rocks either. Right, but right, right. I see what they're saying, though. There's no mortar. They're all fit together perfectly, but... Um, which but over yeah. time, just more dirt could build up in between. And e- exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not, like, throwing away everything they're saying, but still, it's like... Anyway, Childress chimes in, and he's obsessed, just like they're always obsessed with this place. And and uh, and again, this is kind of like a what I would call almost a greatest hits episode, is they just use episodes they, and footage they used a billion times before, right? And they just say something slightly different about it, you know? Yeah, Childress is in different clothes multiple times. Yes, this. he's a uh, um, he's in a vest Vest-y, a lot of the time. He's a vested man. It's a very like college professory like brown beaded leather kind of vest, say, you almost know? like scaly looking yeah yeah um <laughs> even more college professor yeah <laughs> um but yeah he's really high-pitched and fast-paced in a lot of these uh mm-hmm. segments here in the beginning and he's like 
He chimes in and he says, uh, it's really done to perfection with blocks of stones weighing many, many tons. And uh, I believe that Oyante Tamba was built by an advanced human civilization that was worldwide and had power tools. Um, and so he doesn't, they don't explain anything more about that. But if you read between the lines, then other episodes or their books or specials, they talk about how it's almost like a monoculturalism based on the same alien race going around and giving the same kind of technology. Mm-hmm. So, um, Loudmouth Leahy returns, Bill yeah. Burns, uh, and he, sh- he like becomes obsessed with water and sewage systems in, in older cultures where I'm like, yeah. I was saying to Steve over watching, I'm like, getting your like poisonous disease causing shit away in some, in some efficient way and getting water to you. You think that'd be like one of the first things that, you know, any civilization that's that a non-nomadic yeah. civilization would need to do right, yeah. just like irrigation bringing water into multiple yeah. spots to a bunch of plants you know except for the fucking dumb british right like europe really had problems with that and i think they still yeah. do to this day of just like dumping shit out the window yeah not I mean, in england obviously right anymore, right but. um well i mean like i i, I might have, did i tell that story when we went to uh the UK last year, we went to Edinburgh in Scotland, and we went into what they call the closes, mm-hmm. and it's these covered alleyways because they built the city on top of other buildings and stuff, so like mm-hmm. old buildings become the foundation for a new right. building, which is like the weirdest concept. I know that some states have that shit out here, mm-hmm. too. It's very weird. Um, but, uh, so you get these, like, well, basically... Than building on rock and roll. Right, exactly. Uh, Rup. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so you have these enclosed alleyways that are almost like tunnels slash caves or whatever, and the poor people would just live in there in these fucking tunnel systems, and uh, they were there were certain streets where the the way Edinburgh is built is on the spire of this volcanic mountain, and there used to be a giant kind of moat like in uh, what's now known as Prince's Gardens, mm-hmm. and it which is now this beautiful park, but it used to just be a fucking little shitty pond like a lake, and they would say. Guardy Lou, which is, I don't know, it was like guard against the Lou or something like that, which meant watch out Mm -hmm. because this giant ramp that goes on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet that leads down into the water, they would take their buckets of shit and piss and just throw it down there, and and they would do it certain times of the day. Uh, And then another fun fact is some of the execution methods there were to uh, put uh, nails through your thumbs to your toes. And they would kick you and roll you down that ramp, and you'd land and drown to death in the shit water. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Steve's Great. boner just popped yeah. all through the table. Now, right now. <laughs> you've got my attention. <laughs> I might not be a foot man, but I am a feces man. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Poopypedia is your favorite yes. site. Yeah. Um, Shitonmyface.com. Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, we move on to... The um oh sorry sorry this is one of the best lines in the episode is Suk at his smuggest uh and he says now all we have left are the original stones of these monoliths because all the electrical components built on top of them again assumption that that yeah. existed uh, have disappeared because only stone stands the test of time and he has this knowing smirk on his face right. where you're like. Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, Can you tell me one PowerPoint built on stone? Right. And and this episode, like, there's, like, supposed to be this smoking gun that the the shaft from the queen's chamber in the, the, in the big pyramid at Giza, yeah. the Great Pyramid, has a little metal door, and the door has some metal rings on it that look like they're rusty. And then what Christopher Dunlater says are, 
uh, electrical markings that are rusted out. Right. And like that's the only thing. But if Sukes's logic here was correct, shouldn't we see way more oxidization and remnants of metallic things and wires and shit on it this stuff? It just washes away yeah. with Prince Andrew's <laughs> right. talent. <laughs> My favorite video game ever, Prince of <laughs> Persia, Sands of Time. Beautiful. It was genius that they took really death out of the equation. Unless you run out of sand capsules, then you would die. But you could just rewind every time. But yeah, so then we move on to the possibility of ancient electric devices. So they have to justify the need for ancient power plants first, <laughs> and yeah. then they talk about ancient power plants right. later. Uh, they talk about uh, the so-called Baghdad battery, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, and we've all seen that music video. The battery's yeah. over a Baghdad, and there's just Duracells bah, bah, like bah, bah. hitting people in the head and stuff, yeah. and Duracellies, um, yeah, causing just molten scabs yeah. on everyone everywhere. Yeah, um, spraying that scab sauce. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is a 2,000-year-old supposed battery. It looks like a pot with like a metallic like candle out mm-hmm, of it or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jason Martell comes on, the slick back kid. Yeah. And he's motioning to the size of the ones they've found. And I guess they've found other ones, too. That, it, that But they, don't, they didn't this confirm. This is a big glass dick-looking thing. No, that's yeah. the Dendara bulb. Sorry. Um, but uh, Dongdara bulb yeah. is more like it. But uh yeah, he's 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 kind of mimicking like the the little like one foot size one, and he's like, uh, now if a Baghdad battery this big produces four volts, what if we extend that size up to six feet? That might generate twenty, thirty, fifty volts and have sufficient power to actually use power the way we use it today. And it's like, okay, <laughs> and and volts don't mean anything. It's the amplitudes, right? Right. Like I have that dumb. That was my favorite uh, PSP game was amplitude. Yes. You know, kind of an F zero rip off, but Wait. it was really good. Do you have a PSP? Uh, no, oh, I okay. used to, but okay. I gave it to a little Hispanic kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was hitting me up. Uh, yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> no, but I have that little poking rod. And it's like a, mi- well, a thousand. Volts. I have a little poking rod too. Yes, but a little poke. It's not a power supply. Yeah, I mean it powers life. Yeah. No, this it's my little friend Rod, and I poke him. Right, right. It's my little poking rod. Right. <laughs> Ow. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like today feels better than yesterday. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay. Ow. Yeah. And that's Rod dancing around. Yeah. To your little music yeah. there. Yeah. You dance <laughs> faster, harder, dance harder. Yeah. Dance nude. Sounds like Barra. <laughs> poking Rod, aka Barra. Sounds like poking Rod's dick was barfing. See. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so I have one of those like you know, electric whatever fucking taser kind of things. Yeah, it's like a thousand thousand volts. It's right. like yeah, but it's not gonna really it. It'll kind of hurt. Yeah, but yeah. it's the amps, right? Which really juice the volts exactly. Yeah. That then fucking kill people or right. send shit across time and space. Right, because that's like because your circuit breakers are all amps, right? It's like twenty five amps or fi- or whatever. Yeah. Well, and, and then your like outlets are one hundred and fifteen volts or. Right, the amps is like the f- 110 and 220. Yeah, it's like the the volt. I don't know. Amps are more like the, right, the right. flowing of the river. Right, right, right. right yeah. Uh, so. And yeah, the voltage allows how much of it to go something into it or whatever. Like yeah. That. So um, now this was a little episode of we're we're starting. We, we're big Tim Allen fans here, mm-hmm. and we <laughs> are starting. <laughs> yeah, we are starting um, a documentary about. Uh, the fictional show Tool Time, so we're kind mm-hmm. of that's why we're gonna we're gonna be talking a lot more about construction stuff, contracting stuff, mm-hmm. um, especially like Chris Dunn on the episode too. Like I was yeah. like just eating it up because uh, we're just we're we're gonna be 
uh, talking about the origin of the grunt. We're going to be talking about um, the episode where his shirt gets caught in the lathe. And he goes, now let me finish. And he goes, oh, it's a little drafty in here. Just classic jokes like that. Um, but especially going to be talking about the uh, affair with Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Because um, he dressed up like Tommy Lee one day because they surprisingly mm-hmm. look very similar. Yeah. Um, but she knew that it wasn't Tommy because his poking rod was too small. Even bigger. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so now we moved on to that big dick bulb looking thing that Steve mentioned, the Dendara bulb. So this is found in the Hathor Temple or Hathor Temple in Egypt. It's uh, apparently 4,000 years old, and it's not a thing. It's a carving. Um, so this is in the intro to Ancient Aliens. I think they end on this Dendara bulb thing yeah. before they show the logo. And you see, like, an Egyptian guy, and right in front of his crotch is the base of what looks like a big, veiny eggplant thing. Yeah. And in, and to them, it looks like there's a wire a that goes to what they call a power source. Yeah. Yes. Like a blood right. that pumps through this power source and right. allows it to engorge itself right. and grow. Um, so now, this is the first time we see more of Jason Martell, the slick back kid, uh, than just his head and yeah. his neck. There's, like, a full torso shot. Um. Uh. What do they call that? A uh, full torso Bust. repeating vapor or ve- or uh, or uh, or uh, specter. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Ghostbusters. Yeah. But um. But yeah, he's sitting there with, again, a, a quote unquote replica. But why do they think it's glass? You can't see through. Right. I mean, obviously, depth and things weren't you know big back then with with art, but you can't see through it on the picture. You know, there's no there's no telling what it is. It's not even showing like it's emitting light or right. anything. It just right. And as we know, Egyptians, when it was the sun or anything shining, they would show like literal thick rays coming right. out, little ray stands mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah, with his crazy uh, crystal vodka yeah. and things like that. Hey, have my vodka. <laughs> this is nuts. Classic Dan Aykroyd yeah. imitation. Ray uh, stand, I'm little Ray. Hey. <laughs> I got a now, blowjob from a ghost. I was going to say, that was the little ray on his shoulder that said, hey, yeah. this ghost is coming. This is, you just coming in. Yeah. You know? It's coming. You coming. Now, when he came. We be jamming. When, when, when Ray came in that ghost mouth, do you mm-hmm. think it just flew out the back of its head? No, I think his uh, mucus blended with its ectoplasm mm-hmm. and his um, snot rocket from his weenus right. has now become one with the afterlife. Yeah. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. Because <laughs> they do leave this physical slime, yeah. Yeah. you know. So um, that's one of those things that, like, never explained. You know what I mean? And it, and it really doesn't come up on, like, any other. There's not, like, again. What, the ectoplasm or the, the blowjob? <laughs> well, <laughs> talk about the blowjob all the time. Um, but. Uh, it's the handjob. I mean, for the most part, you will really only have ghost blowjobs, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Phantom blowjob. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's you know, snuck like into my house? Sometimes they like, uh, you know, sit on my hand for ten minutes, and I get this like phantom blowjob yeah. from this unseen force. It is just crazy. It's like a, a, a Mr. Hoover has walked in, and 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 now he's got this attachment, and he acting like a little dirt devil. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and it was a vortex of right. power, and right. Suction, sucking my semen in the center yeah. of the Dyson vacuum yeah. tank <laughs> through the hole of a British man. <laughs> I have the only mouth that doesn't lose suction. Hours upon hours. No careless. Stay soft. Velvety smooth. 
Um, so yeah, the the Dendara bulb to ancient astronaut theorists is like a smoking gun. Like this is right. fucking power. Oh, this shit. is this is proof. And I'm like, again, if they had electrical power and lights, you don't think they'd fucking draw this all over the fucking place? Like, you don't think they would have like, oh, the glory of this yeah, pharaoh right. could bring light and magic. Yeah, and shit you knew to how people. to blow glass. Right, you blow me. Huh? Right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we get a children's chime in again, very high pitched and fast. And he says, uh, Now, their explanation, and he's referring to mainstream archaeologists, you know, lamestream archaeologists. Yeah. Um, uh, right now, is they used a complex system of mirrors to f- for just a few minutes of, of, light, of, of light a day to do their work and paint the ceilings with no light. Uh, but of course, another explanation is they actually had electrical lights. And I was like, Okay, thanks, Dave. Yeah. That's what they just said. So let's right. watch for two minutes. Um, so where did the fucking power come from? Even Robert Clot will be asked yeah. that. But you know that Jason Martell, the slick back kid, has a very clear answer for this. Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Those Nazis are nuts. Yeah. Huh? Um, he slicks his hair back knowingly. Mm-hmm. He says, hey. No, <laughs> he slicks his hair back, and he says, hey, Gish. <laughs> he says, uh... Electricity is one of those things that ancient culture seems to be harnessing in ways we still can't wrap our brains around. And so it's very possible that when we look at things like electricity, where would they get this information? And it's like, what does that even grammatically yeah. mean? They don't even cut away from him. He's saying this whole phrase. And that's the crazy th- stuff to me where it's like the editor literally was just like, yeah, well, that doesn't make sense, but we'll leave it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? He's uh, a wacky kook. Because, again, it's more about the emotion of the statement. Yeah. And and making you believe what they're saying, yeah. and um, you making it work in your own mo- in your mind, right? Exactly. You piece it together like, oh, I think this is what this guy means, right? Um, uh, Sukes reiterates that you know the gods were actually aliens offering power, you know, to man through technology and stuff, and he you know mentions uh, fucking Hephaestus and uh, Zeus and all that shit. Yeah. Um, that of course they were you know pieces of technology, and he says uh, again. Ending this segment with a lot of snark and smugness. And he says, the question is not if they used power, but where did they get the knowledge to use that power? So, right. it's, you know, you, you know exactly where he stands, which I guess is good. I mean, that's what makes for interesting people, right? It's people yeah. that have opinions about things. Like nobody, you know, oh, damn it. <laughs> Steve lost the mic. Um, looks like he got a new poking rod now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lost his headphones. He's uh, licking the shaft. Mike is going back on the table, our beautiful kitchen table, probably from Levitt's <laughs> 40 years ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we move on to the next segment, which is uh, all about, this is kind of the, the crux of the whole episode, and then it kind of peters out uh, before and after it. So Better than Tom's out. Right. <laughs> Uh, we go to back to the pyramids at Giza. We'll never do it, but it'd be interesting to count how many times this they show go. <laughs> goes back to Giza. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Just all right. <laughs> Steve just like hit himself in the face with his headphones, yeah, the, well as the if they came out and snapped like <laughs> at him like a snake. Well, out of they a did because the cord got caught around the chair, and I was pulling up, and then it just like gave way, and the fucking yeah. whip right in my goddamn mm-hmm. face. As my dad would say, <laughs> my dad. <laughs> if that was a snake, it would have bit you. Yeah. And then, as my dad also said, when you couldn't find something, he goes, oh, "Put a little hair around that hole, and you'll find it easier, huh?" Yeah. 
<laughs> and also what your dad says, I don't love you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like my dad imitates nipples, thumb, thumb. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That's some great Twitch content. Yep. <laughs> uh, tune into Twitch when we launch yes. it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they go back to the 1993 uh, pyramid uh, exhibition or exhibition, not excavation. Uh, what yeah. the fuck am I talking? Exploration. I don't sure. Know, whatever. Um, but Ex-C-Rex. it's funny because later they show that that what they're showing on screen is actually footage from the 2011 exploration mm. of the Queen's Chamber, but. Uh, that's, a, that's an old Victorian erotic yeah. novel, huh? The Queen's <laughs> Forbidden Chamber. Exploration of the Queen's Chamber. <laughs> and it was musty and gusty, yet we put some hair around yeah. it, and then we found it. <laughs> I'm picturing the cover as just the goat sea picture with the guy spreading his pearl up ass, but there's a cartoon little <laughs> yeah. crown on his head. Yeah, with a big like, uh, like powdered wig coming right. off the top. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, they came back. Oh, sorry. They they found a what they call a closed door with metal handles. Mm. Again, this is the ancient aliens writers saying this. I don't know if that's how that ex, um, uh, archaeological team described what they found. Right. Um, mainstream archaeologists believe it's just a symbolic door that the queen's soul had to travel to. Which even for me, I'm like that's kind of a lame explanation. But yep. um, to me, it would seem like it probably was just a structural thing, or I don't know. Yeah, um, a lot of vents were in there, I'm assuming, right. and airflow. Yeah, and uh, which the ancient astronaut theorists think it's a deliberate right. blockade. Right. Um, so we get our first Coppins call of the episode. And he calls out, uh, now the facts, the facts, Jack. That's Them's the facts, Jack. The facts um, of life. <laughs> the facts of life. You know, you I love that show, but I, it's hard for me to watch it because it's hard for me to... Uh, find myself respectable watching a show with a character called Tootie. Yes, and a bunch of larger women. It's right. more like the fats of life. I find it disgusting, actually. <laughs> Makes me want to vomit and or kill myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really bummed us out <laughs> here, too. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, the fact, because I think this might be the last season or second to last oh season God. of Coppin, yeah. so. Uh, the fact is that we have found, in the 20th century, a number of pyramids whose central king's chamber, so to speak, he gets a little smug in here too, mm-hmm. is intact. And when they opened the sarcophagus, and he's in that king's mm-hmm. chamber, uh, they found the sarcophagus to be empty as well. And it's like, that doesn't prove shit. And I, you know, I, I edited a little, I cut out a little bit where he says, and supposedly these tombs were um, uh, raided by tomb yeah, raiders, yeah. you know. Uh, Lara Croft was in there. Yeah, you know, just, just fucking shooting those two pistols at that tomb. Yep. Um, but... Uh, why couldn't that fucking sarcophagus have been raided like a year after the fucking mummy was there? Right. You know, and they might have just closed it back up so that people didn't think they stole something. Yeah. Out of it. Yeah. It doesn't prove anything. It's a very weird statement. Um, we got to May 2011 where they go back and have another like slim camera that goes in there. Um, they called it the M&M camera because it was yeah. nicknamed Slim Shady around mm-hmm. the, the office where they built it because um, it was going to a dark place. Right. And uh, they had a it looks like the same camera, but they have a little kind of a like a uh, colonoscopy camera on the end, like <laughs> a little, little snaky camera that can go in small holes yep. or big holes. In deep my and weep. Um, <laughs> oh, he's having a deep weep in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's crying because it's so it. deep. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, I almost like it. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I think it's real. <laughs> 
He's falling in love with the dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get Christopher Dunn. We're done here uh, on the show, and he is our resident mechanical engineer. Um, and he's a he's a uh, a main man. Like my my um, initial nickname for him was the main vein or something like yeah. that because he's a very uh, northeastern man, New Englander. Uh, and he interprets the metal ring. Oh, I already said this part. Yeah. He he says like, now what they found are these two metal rings. They show evidence of a rust on oxidation on there. And then what I found to be electrical markings. And they don't even show the fucking the imagery from what the camera saw. They show a computer generated simulation of it. And I'm like, the camera fucking took pictures. You guys said they did. It took yeah. video. Why don't you show that footage? You right. Know? Um. And I bet you the answer is it probably is shitty quality and stuff. And they go, well, it doesn't prove our point enough, you know. Yeah. But that's that's not what the scientific method is about, right? You know? Right. Um, and then Chris Dunn's making bigger and bigger leaps here. Every episode he's on, he goes, if we dismiss the tomb theory and look at the pyramid itself, which is a weird sentence in and of itself. Right. So it's no longer a tomb. Right. Let's dismiss a theory that has actually a lot of clout Backing. to it. Yeah. Um, like, that's the shit that, yeah, yeah. the images on the wall say, that's what this is room, that's yeah. what, this is, this is room this for. This room daddy. is that yeah. bitch for you. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, but what does that mean? If we dismiss the tomb theory and we look at the pyramid itself, which, okay, like, yeah. I, I guess he means, like, Take away any theory and just look at the structure of the pyramid, I assume. But, again, weird way to say it. We see something that modern engineers can really tune into and understand. A very precise building, almost like a machine. And it doesn't look like a fucking machine at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm also not an engineer. But, like, you know, you, everyone, has, everyone watching the show has on this show seen the kind of, like, cut in half view of the pyramid with the the couple like mm -hmm. right angles and then diagonal shafts and up and out it's like yeah. it sort of looks like a schematic but a, then you could see a tree a bunch of tree branches look like a schematic yeah. too so i mean i think if anything we're all engifars right because you know we're so you know engineers they're so they understand the mathematical principles they understand physics all that stuff they're really close to their work yeah. you know but engifars yeah. we just don't know you know no. and yeah. and then you know that's where it all. That's where really storytelling all began was Aladdin yeah. and Jafar. Yeah, and that he was original hero and the original villain. Right. Um, and so and sometimes you know, it was funny because Jafar, he he thought he could like set his own destiny and, and change the future yeah. and all that stuff, and he was a vizier, but it turned out he couldn't see into yeah. his own heart. Yeah, you know, and it was the veneer. Was what he was trying to be, but he was so Jafar away. Right, he was the yeah. blind. He wasn't yeah. a vizier. No, you know, um, very sad story. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then uh, you know, people would write his name on the wall and just make fun of him and call him Jafart. Right, as a kid growing up, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he used to smack me with that big snake staff when yeah. I call him Jafart. Yeah, he smelled like shit. Used to touch my fucking nuts as I dragged on his shoulder. Well, that's because you've been up my asshole all day shitting. You well, know. you know, lunch is lunch. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, uh, speaking of <laughs> vizier, we talk about zinc. <laughs> good. Um, we talk about zinc, hydrated zinc in diluted hydrochloric acid. Now. This is the most interesting part of this whole episode because this actually seems 
like evidence for something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not a geologist. I'm not uh, Robert Schreck, geology Jesus, yeah. or anything. I don't think these things would be in the rock uh, on its on their own. It, like mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any rocks that produce acid. Is that a thing? Uh, or certain gases or something? I don't know. Well, there's certain stones that might, you know, mix with some sort of, you know, oxidation and then turn oh, into something uh, or other. Oh, I uh, forgot. I did watch that documentary called Labyrinth once, and there was the Bog of Eternal Stench, and yeah. those stones emitted yeah. acid and gas. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, weird. But uh, but anyway, the um, uh, Chris Dunn's on here, and he has a little partner named uh, John Cadman, who is a... They call a maritime engineer. Yeah. And a very happy engineer. He yeah. dances a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, he eats a lot. His breath is very fresh. He has a lot of merry mint um, in his mm-hmm. diet. And uh, But I guess he's a water engineer. So yeah. they they have this very, like, this is like a five-minute segment of the show. And it's a very complicated theory. And, like, Steve was visibly angry, like, audibly angry <laughs> at it by the end of it. Because it is insane. So... John Cadman comes on and says that he's found evidence. They've scanned the pyramid or whatever. They don't show anything like that, yeah. but they say there's evidence for an underground chamber under the pyramid. And he says that they would pump water, or it, it would they wouldn't they pump had it, sorry. A, water would come in, would pump in naturally from the Nile River. Yeah, they had like some sort of uh like storage tank of water right. that they would then fill yeah. this chamber with. There was a large room this chamber that had small water shafts so that the water would come in in spurts, you know, very sexual. Mm -hmm. Um, And it would, the water would like slorch up as the, as the chunks of water would come in and hit the scene, it'd slap the ceiling of this chamber and create these, what they called hydraulic pulses. Yeah. So it would just vibrate the stone. Right. Um, Again, this is water smacking. I can't imagine in a giant pyramid it's that much of an effect. How much, and yeah, how much pressure builds up. Right. And And they're showing this fucking, like, the CG animation. uh, And it just was like... And shows this pulse of, like, going throughout the whole uh, pyramid super fast from this little tiny room. And it was just... Then it cut to this guy, like, this old-timey 80s guy. Yeah. uh, You know, clearly New York. On his couch with a big greasy shirt and it says, mm, indigestion. Right, oh, right, right. I got the bubble guts. Yep. And that's what the pyramid represented. Yep. Yeah. Um, or he represented it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it was the acid flowing into his stomach and stuff and yeah. pulsing through it. He's like, oh, yeah. you know. Um, Remember those fucking commercials? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> indigestion. Because um, that was the Pepto-Bismol one, right? You take a big shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, or, or what was the one that fizzes? Uh, that was Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief yeah. it is. There you go. Hey, drink my jizz, Dad. I guess Mom would have been better. Yeah. Like but Pepto, or no, Pepto-Bismol. Wait. Plop, plop, jizz, jizz. <laughs> Only drink when I I fizz. literally, no, I conflated two commercials because <laughs> it was, because uh, Pepto-Bismol's old slogan was, nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset yeah. stomach, diarrhea. diarrhea. Yeah. Hey, Pepto-Bismol. But then yeah. I said... <laughs> Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Hey, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said drink my jizz, Dad. I did, but okay. I was doing. I was yeah. basing okay. it on okay. the old joke. Yeah. That daddy doesn't <laughs> always drink the jizz. He gives yeah. the jizz. Right. Um, but uh, anyway, it smacks the scene and creates a hydraulic pulse. This is where the hydrated zinc and diluted hydrochloric acid found in the walls comes in. So Christopher Dunn, what Dunn here, says... Uh, and it shows him. He's in a full fucking lab getup, a lot of blue rubber stuff on, big mm-hmm. mask. Yeah. Because he's working with acid. And uh, he has 
a glass beaker, and he pours this gray shit in one side, which he says is the hydraulic acid, or hydraulic, the uh, hydrochloric acid, and then the hydrated zinc, which I think just means wet zinc, like a solution of, of zinc and water be. or something. And uh, and it starts bubbling, and it releases a gas, and then out the top, he puts a lighter there, and he lights it, and it's producing hydrogen, so it's burning hydrogen gas. There's a flame going, and uh, which, even if you wanted to say this was real, if you could make fire out of that, maybe they were just lighting shit up like torches yeah. up with this shit. Right. would be amazing in and of lit. itself. But, yeah. um, but anyway, here's where it gets complicated. The combustion effect that happens pushes the gas through those chambers, and then the hydraulic pulse vibrations from the water chamber and the water slapping the ceiling of that chamber at the base of the pyramid causes the hydrogen atoms to vibrate and create microwave energy. This might be scientifically sound, but even if it is, that's so complicated. Yeah. And also, what fucking runs off microwave energy? Right. And uh, it will create a laser beam and all this and that. And right. Then hits all the fucking obelisks and shit. Right. And so, yeah, we'll get there in a sec. Uh, well, yeah, because it shows darting out right. of the pyramid. Because in other episodes, they show, oh, what if Kraft were yeah. over here and absorbing microwaves? I'm like, right. what are you fucking talking about? There's yeah. nothing that runs on microwaves. Sucking energy. Suck, 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 suck. And uh, that we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now, these ships ran purely on Hot Pockets, uh, Trader Jose's Frozen Burritos, and Old Jalapeno Poppers. See. Uh, but yeah, so that's how they run on microwaves. Yeah. Um, but, uh, or maybe they just wanted these primitive people to cook their fucking leftovers for yeah. them, you know? Um, but yeah, so uh, then they go, they, they loop it back to the Dendara bulb. They're like, is this how they powered the Dendara bulb or other ancient power tools? Um and Christopher Dunn says the most pointless, sta- pointless statement of the episode. He's almost like George Norrie on this episode, despite being very skilled, obviously. But he says, uh, now we can use our imaginations and think of all sorts of uses for this power, from simple household appliances to advanced spacecraft. And they show you know, their old CG thing of ships above the fucking yeah. Earth and space station stuff. And I'm like, why would you even put that in the show? We can use our imaginations to yeah. think of what they could have powered this with. Yeah. Why not show more images or evidence, or something. Even if they said, like, oh, and we found uh, Baghdad-style batteries here, too. Mm -hmm. I would have been, oh, that's cool. Maybe they fucking filled them up with power. I don't know. um, You could heat up your old pizza. (laughs) Macaroni and cheese. I'm not a fan of pizza. It's too ethnic for me, but Mm -hmm. I understand people like it. You know, I'm I'm woke. I can accept Maybe. that other people like food from outside of New England, but uh, you know the chattels yeah. and such is what I prefer. Yeah. I just need uh, you know fried cod and and uh, beans and you lobster know lobster claws, right. whatever the fuck those yeah. are. I use the lobster claws uh, to flick them beans. The fun of the game. Yeah, my mammy told me, and uh, I guess mammy's more of a southern term. <laughs> but yeah. uh, she was I'm from the south. Drifting down. Yeah, <laughs> 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 into a deep dark. Leap, and then <laughs> you find out that Christopher Dunn is just a character Virginia. of a kid with uh, dissociative personality disorder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of six. Yes, <laughs> um, but uh, Christopher Dunn is. Hey, spoiler alert for Iron Fist season two. Yeah. is just one of the alter personalities of Typhoid Mary. Yeah, <laughs> she just turns into a mechanical engineer who's about sixty-eight years old. Yeah, and puts on that accent. Yeah, um, has a violent period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was his blood coming out my oh butt? Oh God, the, the um, liquid scabs starting again. Molten, <laughs> molten scabs starting again. Now sometimes a bird can molt some scabs mm-hmm. too. They're molten mm-hmm. scabs. 
Um, ugh, a bird just made of scabs that yeah. <laughs> grows new scabs. Um, yeah, yeah, The next segment is all about interrupting speech. <laughs> Uh, it's all about obelisk and tennis. So uh, they go over obelisk and they they call out uh, this huge obelisk. It's 160 feet tall um, in Abu Ghraib. Um, now, again, Aladdin's friend Abu grabbed a lot of stuff, like stole mm-hmm. apples. Mm-hmm. He stole apples. He stole some bread. He stole some meat. And then they called him a street mouse. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a big obelisk. And then they're, like, obsessed with it. And they come on and say, oh, this is where the pharaohs. Experience crazy vibrations and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and, and get and gain. They say the texts say this, and it's like, show us the fucking text then. Right, like, right, why right. do they never do a little bit of research? Like, they just let – it's a show that just lets the people on the show make their claims when supposedly there's physical evidence for all this or written right, evidence right. for all this, you know. Um, but they but they waste more of their time with theoretical replicas of things, you know, which I didn't realize. They don't do that much in the later seasons. But these first few scenes where they have the dickhead that makes like the steampunk right, right, right. Mayan ship and all that shit, you know. Um, so, of course, because one text supposedly said this Abu Ghraib uh, obelisk harnessed physical energy and let them commune with the gods and whatever, that means all other obelisks all over the world are antennas for power, too. Right. Uh, Childress chimes in to elaborate and elucidate and says, uh, there's evidence that obelisks are tapping into this natural energy that's part of the earth and the whole concept is it takes these natural energies and manipulates them it's a subtle energy and i'm like what does that <laughs> even mean it's a fine art to it you mild know? and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good it's good it's like when you have the hitachi set on yeah. low you know just to Stimulate. give yourself a little foreplay and yeah. maybe five play yeah <laughs> you know uh just warm warm the taco before the burrito sets sail right <laughs> <laughs> this picture putting it on his butthole yeah. before he gets a boner. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, give me an extra five minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, but for those, here's the big leap. For those that have the devices and technology to see and measure this energy, this subtle natural energy, uh, it's something to be used. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. and like the 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 CG they have on the screen is insane. It shows like. The obelisk opening up like glass mirrors and shooting energy out and like reflecting off all this mm-hmm. weird shit. And uh, that's the thing, too, is like I know some of this is not made just for the show, but who's the fucking graphics guy on the show? I'd love to talk to that guy. And if he's yeah. like, if he believes it or if he's just it's probably some agency. That all right. They just yeah, exactly. And, just <laughs> like, and I guess whatever the fuck you want to make. <laughs> hey, make some for that fucking dumb yeah. show. Dinosaurs smiling at a yeah. fucking turtle and uh, saying it's hey. fucking aliens. And yeah. <laughs> Um, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> they proved that dinosaurs, with the help of translation technology from aliens, could talk to other animals. To turtles <laughs> specifically. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wrote, the dickhead that wrote the book Pyramid Powder, <laughs> or <Yeah>. Power, <laughs> says that Ooh, they're like the Earth's, powder. he's like, oh, I think they're like the Earth's acupuncture. I can't even do yeah, the impression yeah, yeah. on that when he talks, but he's... He's this little frog-looking man. Like he was on uh, a few episodes ago too. Yeah, and the scale they use for the planet in this is way off. Oh yeah, they yeah. make the fucking <laughs> obelisk almost exit the Earth's atmosphere, right. and yeah. they create these green <laughs> energy connector pieces right. that then like charge a big green dick out of the right. planet. Like lit- literally, literally, uh, all the obelisks would be taller than that fucking building in Dubai. 
Like, like, no, it'd be bigger than any mountain. That's what I'm saying. Like, way fucking taller than that. And that thing is, like, truly super tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so he says, he says they're like the Earth's acupuncture needle, like redirecting energy and whatever. And we all know acupuncture is bullshit. So and redirects um, my energy. Right. <laughs> I only uh, go so the lady can touch my balls and right. penis and I don't get in trouble. <laughs> um, but, yeah, <laughs> get in trouble. <laughs> Uh, it's and for doctors. Right. <laughs> uh, now you keep your mouth shut. I'm going to acupuncture. puncher. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to punch her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hit your fucking apple bag. I'm going to you. wallop her. <laughs> you do not know pain. <laughs> now it's pain. Yeah. 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 It uh, would be quite uh, tasty for you. For food. More food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they then talk about quartz crystals because they say they don't show. They just say there's evidence of quartz crystals in a lot in in various obelisks. They don't say which ones. Um, I can't imagine every obelisk has quartz. I don't. Maybe it does. I don't know. Uh, and they talk about piezo energy. Yeah. Uh, very similar to my favorite energy that we consume tonight: pizza-based energy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so piezo energy is a, this effect where. Electricity vibrates the quartz, and then which causes the quartz to mechanically vi- like actually vibrate, which then somehow enhances the electricity being put into it, which is cool. I mean, and they have yeah. they have Brian Denon, who's the UCI physicist on there, mm-hmm. so I believe that that's real. Um, and it's also called transducing energy. So, th- and this quartz technology, this piezo energy effect, is in watches and all sorts of shit because it's you know right. there's little quartz things and everything. Yeah. So. Um, which is fine. At least that's real yeah. information this episode. And they um, they show uh, an elephant mm. and um, some ice cream. Yeah. And then they, they look to the camera. They say, so what do both ice cream and elephants have in common? Mm. And then they look and yeah. they say they both come in quartz. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the Jizo effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, high-powered stuff, right? <laughs> um, but yeah. So then they ask the question: Did did these obelisk builders understand the power of quartz, and could they use it to transmit energy over vast distances? Now, at no, no fucking point did Michael Denon or anyone of any scientific note or skill or or education. Say, oh yeah, and it can bounce electricity to a bunch of other quartz too. Mm-hmm. It probably could if you're right next to it. If they're right next to each other, yeah, I mean, but there's probably a way. They're talking about obelisks, miles and miles right, and right, miles, right. like apart. it knows where to go. And then positive and negative energy, right? And then they use our old pal Nikolai Tesla to try to prove their point because mm-hmm. he invented different electrical technology. Not right. he's you know they did use quartz. He, they said in his tower and stuff, but they don't say how much. Maybe it was just a transfer around the metal in the tower. I don't know. But um, even if they were right, they're using it. They're using Tesla's AC current technology, which had it had it come about and not been killed by Edison's goons, you know, at the time. That's supposedly the story is that Edison, mm-hmm. like like a mafioso, yeah, like ruined Tesla, Tesla you yeah. know. Um, and, uh, I mean, he was equipped with those gullwing doors, though, so maybe he flew away. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, um, he was going to build these big... Uh, towers that would literally be Wi-Fi for power uh, right. around the world. Free and free. Yeah. And uh, Dupree. Dupree. <laughs> um, his technology was Dupree. Um, so instead of wires, we would have had wireless energy, and you could walk through the energy safely because he figured out how to, like, stabilize or, or use 
standing waves right. instead of I think they call it uh, uh, some with a P. It was like potent waves or something like that. Those all like travel through space like light from a light bulb or something. Standing waves are just an oscillating wave in the same spot, so you can create these huge stable fields of power mm-hmm. um, over a certain range, and then feed that into a power plant or go. They, you know, Tesla was saying as uh, Childress explains here, he says. Anti-gravity ships would draw power from this fucking tower. And he didn't say fucking, yeah. but he says, ships, cars, and other power plants can also draw from this broadcast power. And so he's stoked on this. I mean, yeah. I am too. Like, I mean, like, I, I can't imagine a world where Tesla won, you know, because um, we wouldn't we wouldn't need wiring for anything. We wouldn't need wiring in our walls. We wouldn't need a lot of sh- Everything could just draw power. Yeah. remotely you know potentially i mean right. as long as everything worked as it says because there's still right. some you know fantasy and 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 you know allure of what could have been and right. what he was working on but what right. was actually happening so right right yeah it's kind of they, they say that the the actual proof was at that world's fair where he showed it to people right um but then they just couldn't replicate it right um well then like like the, there's a there's an interesting documentary about him i watched we watched it on netflix years ago but uh it is pretty fucked up because the last time anyone saw tesla no, right, right, right. was in a hotel room right. And all of his secret plans for like fucking rail guns and gnarly shit were like stolen. Yeah. And the last people to go up were like Edison's goons or something. Right. Like well, that, so. they say potentially government people or Edison right. people. Yeah. Um, and now Edison, Southern California, is in part with yeah. them. So, coincidence? Not much. There's your cat. Uh, <laughs> not much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and then they also uh, say right after this. Now, some believe that the pyramids have quartz in their walls. And I said, why does this take belief? Why isn't it just known and tested? Why can't you just fucking spectrometer the walls or take a sample or I don't know? And not, I mean, I don't care, really, but it's like, wh- why can't you just know? Like, why do you have to say some believe there's quartz in the walls? Like, Yeah, I mean, it might be tougher than that. To, I mean, we, you know, you don't I mean, want to do rock. the thing where you're like, oh, well, it's the Internet, so why can't we just – download this and it's like well you can't like have it hold and do whatever i don't know there's a lot of assumptions <laughs> there's a lot of assumptions assumptions yeah. of <laughs> things in technology and how they work for people who don't right. know so it's like yeah. well there's actually you can't just go do this or that right right i mean but it, there are so many pieces of the pyramid that people have or sell or whatever and study and maybe they're from the outside but i i got it there's a lot of rubble and shit that was in there at one point too but unless they, like, had different stone on the inside than on the outside, they should be able to test it. But, um, again, why don't they have Robert Schock, Geology yeah. Jesus, on the episodes anymore? He comes back, but not till much later. And he was at Alien Con, too, I think. Mm. But he didn't bother with the rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, and, then, uh, and then Childress chimes in and goes, a lot of in facts on this episode, mm-hmm. too. Obelisks are, in fact, crystal antennas. And I'm like, everyone is immediately... A very advanced electrical engineer in this episode. Um, Von Daniken is on once with his VD viewpoint here, and uh, his viewpoint is, I could imagine that the real gods left some little technology inside the pyramid, you know, little toys, little PSPs, uh, and this technology was super modern, very powerful. You could play uh, amplitude at very high frame rates, you know, and you win more because fast. Hedgehog. Right. It's like a Counter-Strike. You know, people play 240 frames per second. Human eye can't even perceive bullet. Whiz by your head. Right. Whiz, whiz, boom, spawn. Whiz, whiz, spawn. Camp, camp, spawn. Whiz, spawn. You know? Uh, Grumble, grumble, jism, bumble. (laughs) Where's my indigestion? (laughs) 
<laughs> I've turned into James Lipton. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, and now we have Daddy's a very <laughs> the whole end. Like the episode could have ended pretty much there because now we get into radioactivity and radioactive power plants, which are just modern day bullshit. Right. And this is, this episode's weird because it has six segments instead of five. So like like five commercial breaks in between instead of four, and. The last segment's like a two-minute segment. It's very odd. It's a weird setup. I don't know why they edited like this, but um, we go back to for the billionth time to Mohenjo-Daro in Pakistan, where the infamous irradiated skeletons were found. We already um, uh, <laughs> read some debunking stuff on yeah. uh, a previous episode. Can't remember what that episode was, uh, but you don't have to listen to all our episodes to yeah. find out if this is your previous first time. Fools. Um, and we get a children's chime in here. There's radioactive skeletons down there uh, and ceramics that have been melted and vitrified as if some kind of nuclear, and this is nuclear, um, detonation went off in this area. What we may be seeing is remnants of one of the ancient power plants melting down. It's like... Okay, like like when you like in oh that's what it was. It, I think it was gods and or it was aliens and deadly weapons, mm-hmm. and it was like talking about Hindu, you know, the, in the in the yeah. uh, Ma- uh, Mahabharata and the fucking supposedly nuclear arrows that um, you know the gods would fucking throw down yeah. and cause radiation sickness and stuff, which is interesting in and of itself. But on that episode, they're like, oh, maybe it happened in Mahendra Dar too, because the sky they described was over this land that was kind of yeah. close to it. But um, when we were like, we read some some articles debunking it and it was like uh there's actually more evidence that these people were like mass slaughtered within seconds of each other not blasted by radiation um you can also have radiation in the ground there too um they don't ever say the radiation was enough to melt these people um and i think that i think we we read that like the ceramics with normal fires would have just been melted down too so um but anyway then we move on to mount kilash in tibet which is 22,000 feet high. It birthed four, like, it, the people in the region, like, that's where four different religions started. It was, like, Jainism, Buddhism, Hinduism, and something else. Uh, yeah. Sorry, the something elsers out there. Um, but, uh, you know, Coppins and on, he's like, oh, and now this mountain is pyramid shape. It's the same shape as we see at pyramids all over the world. And I'm like, every fucking mountain is pyramid shape. Right, most <laughs> all. That's how mountains yeah. are shaped. Right. They are three-dimensional, triangular things that come up to a point at some point. Right. A peak, if you will. A point at some point. A little peak at a hidden miss. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) A little Uh, peak never hurt daddy. (laughs) He said from his solitary confinement cell. Um, Mount Kalash is the, oh yeah, the birthplace of four religions. Uh, People do pilgrimages around the base of the mountain to connect with the gods. What else is new in many religions? Yeah. Yeah. Coppins, he's like, oh, what made this mountain unique? You know, that, that all these people. I'm like, you know how many fucking holy mountains are that we've heard about on this show? Right. Mount Fuji, Olympus, Mount Etna in Italy. And if you just go to Wikipedia and look up sacred mountains, there's a list of about oh, 45. Almost <laughs> all mountains are sacred. Right. Because <laughs> um, they were big and scary and you right. couldn't go up there and yeah. you got hurt. Just very like the ocean is sacred. Intimidating. And, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, very intimidating. <laughs> yes. I speak properly. Intimidating. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then we go to the Mogao Caves down there in China, wet southwestern China. That's uh, where uh, Gizmo was born. Right, exactly. Mogwax. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, 500 BC to 1500 AD, uh, Buddhist monks stored tons of manuscripts and scrolls in there. 
1907, this guy Oral Stein, not to be confused with R. L. Stein, right. um, found tons of uh, even older manuscripts in what they called the Cave of a Thousand Buddhas, um, and this included something called the Diamond Sutra, which is the oldest printed manuscript, which I think is different than the oldest hand-drawn manuscript. But I don't know. I'm old manuscripts by default are hand-drawn. Old so. mania. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, why isn't it old women's yeah. script? Mm-hmm. Um, they also mentioned Mount Meru. Uh, I had an Aunt Meru once, Yeah. as did Peter Parker. Quite nice. Right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, Australian Spider-Man. Yeah. Man, Aunt Meru. Yeah. <laughs> Because of Kangaroo, Dangaroo, Kangaroo. I'm Spiderman Roo. <laughs> Peter Packaroo. <laughs> Let's give her the old Peter Packaroo. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let me fuck her ass. I'm 18. I'm from Australia. Yeah, yeah. and I'm angry. Spider. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> great big bushy spider <laughs> dick. Um. I guess ugh, spiders, spiders have dicks. They must, right? Her dick. Right. Yeah, yeah. Why is it a? Why is it spider and spider her? Spider man. <laughs> uh, well, I'm tired. Spider man. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. wrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Mount Meru, son. Um, <laughs> classic rap beat. Yeah. <laughs> Are you beatboxing over there? Or is that your keyboard? <laughs> that literally sounds like '80s, <laughs> early synth <laughs> rock or something. <laughs> Classic hip hop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like an old stick song. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but yeah, they say that the diagram of Mount Meru, um, uh, and and Richard Henry's the Medallion Man's only appearance on this episode is to, as fuck. is to like kind of take credit for bringing the this diagram, not the diagram itself, but a copy to uh, this this weapons engineer that he just knows, and uh, of Mount Meru, and he says. <laughs> Uh, the guy goes, "Whoa, that's that's a perfect match." Like I build particle accelerators, and it looks just yeah. like a particle accelerator. And he's like, "No, this guy's telling me it's a particle yeah. accelerator." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Yeah. And it doesn't look anything like it, like the same. Yeah. I let him enter my Stargate, and he agreed with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> his penis was transferred, was was transported to Kurt Russell's ass. Yeah. But Kurt Russell was four thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah. So I substituted. <laughs> and that means I farted under his penis. Yeah. I substituted. <laughs> 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 Not everyone knows that's how that works, but it's a quite a skill to uh, aim your butthole that low and still get the uh, toot off. On the facts of life, when they needed a body double for Tootie, they called that a substitutie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was that yeah. actress for mm-hmm. quite a while. Yeah. I tucked my penis between my legs and wore blackface. Oh, I've transferred my soul into a full transition to another body. Yeah. Through Stargate. And, and Kurt Russell's asshole. Yeah. I love Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt, please call. Yeah. <laughs> Buy my product. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can cause big trouble in my little China. <laughs> my little China. Yeah. Um, <laughs> little butthole means the little China yeah. in Latin. Um, See. Si. Yeah. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, it it's so weird when they do this, like, oh, this resembles, like, there was that other episode where the, that fucking Tibetan thing represented another, the, the, the fucking uh, Hadron Collider at CERN, where yeah. it was like another particle accelerator. I'm like, these fucker, it's just circles with lines in it. Like, it's not, yeah. like, you can't just take very simple shapes. I mean, if you put any simple shape together, 
This is what kids do with blocks and puzzle pieces yeah. and shit when they're kids, you know. So simple sugars. Right. Um, those are the ones you got to avoid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then they they go to this last little tiny segment. So now they've introduced that maybe there was radioactivity and nuclear power back then, <laughs> even yeah. though they do a terrible job at it, and then equate it to modern power plant disasters. So they show Chernobyl and Fukushima and some other meltdowns. And you know some little toddlers crying because they don't get any ice yeah. cream or anything, I and uh, fucking full on meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, so they u- they re- they use this just to kind of prove, quote unquote, that Mahenjo Daro is a real radioactive meltdown, and and Sukes ponders here and he says, uh, "Did ancient power plant meltdowns in fact cause some of those ancient civilizations to fail? And if the power plants were somehow connected and one of them went offline?" Is it possible that some of the other power plants went offline as well? Which I guess he's implying that would cause a meltdown if the power just shut yeah. off. Um, which, as much as I know about nuclear power plants, maybe that's true. But they went from talking about electrical energy being transferred based off of the piezo effect of electricity to now saying nuclear. Obli- now they were nuclear out. Like they right. totally discount everything they said in the, the previous activity and all the radiation. Yeah. Right. And so. Because they don't talk about how radioactive energy is transferred wirelessly, right, right. you know, and um, safely. Right. That being said, wasn't the radioactive Superman and Superman Four more electrical Superman? Because didn't he have like little like like lightning bolts and shit coming out know, of I've him? You know, I've not seen that pile of shit in a very long time. Mm. Well, we'll have to research that and yeah. uh, come back next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you know, Mike Barra makes a tiny appearance here, and Coppins come on and talk about how. Uh, of course, Obelisk and Monoliths are all now pow- part of the world grid, too. And a, they're right. a planned power network across the world. Yeah, um, that we don't use. Right, which, again, these fucking aliens that would be able to come here with are coming here, with uh, quantum fucking mechanics and shit. They're going to build stone antennas when they yeah. know for a fact that that's a very inefficient way to transfer power. Yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. Out of flesh and stone. Right. Flesh. They need flesh and bolts technology, yeah. okay? Uh, a very Cenobite, you know, Hellraiser style mm-hmm. world they're mm-hmm. creating. So, yeah. um, so then they ask uh, on the uh, Robert Clotworthy asks, uh, now why did the power flow stop if all of these power stations existed? And then they kind of asked that before, and Sukes tried to answer it. And then Christopher Dunn ends the episode, and he says, you know, maybe these, uh, you know, cultures being wiped out was based on the power running out, and it caused it, it would wipe out the whole civilization. I'm like. What does that even mean? Like, because the power went out? Like, we know that yeah. plenty of civilizations existed without power. Um, if you're implying there's all of these nuclear apocalypses or something, then wouldn't there be more evidence in fucking Egypt, which you've talked about this whole episode, of irradiated mummies and shit like right. that being fucking glued to the walls? Of, it's, you know, <laughs> it d- none of it makes sense. Sprayed to the walls. No evidence for that. So, um, yeah, that does it for alien power plants. I would have rather had them talk about health tips. That was almost Star Wars yeah. right there. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a bad one. It's yeah. a rough one. Um, next episode is Destination Orion. Ooh. So we're gonna learn all about that too. Oh, Orion! Orion. Um, that one's gonna be most likely a more of a religious history episode where it's like, oh, here's all these cultures that are obsessed that worship with that Orion. section because they've literally mentioned that on every episode of the show except yeah. this past one, but. Um, except this one. We don't talk about stars. Um, okay. <laughs> made him a little more Canadian yeah. than he is. Okay, uh, now, the only way to get to my hole is through a star gape. 
<laughs> I, oh, yeah, I'm adding spread. Bucky Larson in there. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to be a star. star yeah. I'm going to be a stargate. Yeah, my penis is small. <laughs> Directly to Kurt Russell. No. I blow big loads. Okay. Kurt Russell. Or I should be pregnant with Kurt Russell's child by now. Yeah. But it just won't happen. I've gone overboard. I've been looking a lot more into soul transference. Yeah. Even though just a few minutes ago I said I successfully transferred my soul into the heart of a man. (laughs) Into the body of a man. It's some sort of thing out there. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I just keep trying to drop movie titles. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Overboard. Come on, bro. (laughs) They made a remake of that. It did real shitty. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was with what's with um, Anna Kornikova. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode. But uh, I don't think we, I was gonna say we have reaching for the stars, but we just got a really weird, possibly spammy post by a guy today. Mm-hmm. So if you look at our Facebook timeline on the Probing Ancient Aliens page on Facebook, you'll see a huge wall of text and a yeah. YouTube video at the bottom. It says it's YouTube and the URL, but I would advise you maybe not yeah. to. Might be a phishing scam. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, reaching for the stars is usually a segment we have. If you fuckers would review us, uh, where you leave us a five star rating um, and then review us in the comments of that five star rating on your podcast service of choice on Facebook, wherever you can leave a star rating. Um, I actually did like a Google search for some of our episodes, and we mm-hmm. come up on Stitcher as like number one. Which we don't even, I don't even know we had our feed. Do, oh, yeah, yeah we, we did put our feed on Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, but that's like the number one thing, which is interesting. I figured mm-hmm. it'd be like the web version of iTunes or something right, like that. Right. But uh, anyway, um, I don't know if Stitcher has a fucking rating system, but if it does, rate us five stars and we will read that review in the comments no matter what it says. Yeah. We talk about farts and Stargates and Kurt Russell's kissing yeah. butthole. Um, the easiest one is just go on iTunes. Right. And Everyone's give us a Because it, it helps us out algorithmically. Um, a sp- uh, subscribing especially helps us out algorithmic. So if you don't subscribe but you download every week, just subscribe anyway, and uh, it helps us out. It helps Give us Daddy a taste. Yeah, exactly. Daddy always gets the taste. Yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Probing Ancient Aliens. Listen to our other podcasts and subscribe and do all that rating fun stuff. Uh, called Beer There, Drunk That. It's about uh, we review. <laughs> it's about we review. Yeah. Um, we review Wii games um, mm-hmm. and the system itself, you know. Yeah. And we have a segment called We Tarded right. um, where someone drops or breaks the Wii controller. Right, right. Um, yeah, you can listen to videos of the people throwing yeah. their, their Wii controllers uh, accidentally at their TV. Yeah. Um, and uh, remember that fake video that like was on like Tosh Mano and stuff where the guy – it was this kid having a freak out, and he was like taking the Wii remote and like jamming it up his ass at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they found out it was like he had other the videos that were thing, all fake yeah. and stuff. He didn't. His brother did it. Not sex, just right. video. Yeah. Not that I know. But they. Not did that there's sex. anything wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> just wasn't sex in the video. Right. <laughs> uh, and yeah, listen, <laughs> listen to Beer the Drunk That. Follow Beer the Beer the Drunk That on uh, uh, iTunes and uh, Facebook. I just, God damn it. On Instagram, Instagram and Facebook, you're, uh, <laughs> you're there. Corn that. <laughs> Let's just end it. Sorry. Beer, beer the drunk, drunk that PC on Instagram, Instagram and beer the drunk that on Facebook. The logo is Steve and I puking. And yeah, that's going to do it for Destination Butt Stargate. <laughs> We're going to pass but out. Stargate. And I have to take a poop out of my little butthole. And we'll see you. You know, Ryan's Canadian belt will come next week. Good. Right? Oh, prolapse. <laughs>